Yes, we're recording. Welcome, everybody, listeners out there to the Jungle Brothers podcast, JB Cast number 22. We're here today with myself, Paul Fotofilly, Joe Worthington. Say hello. Hi, guys. And Tiora Ward. Oh, hello, hello. The big three. Yay, back in action. It's been a while. Has been. Uh, today, we're getting together to talk about how to be a beast over the holidays, the five simple rules. How to mitigate the damages over the Christmas period, huh? Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a trap for Christmas when it comes to Christmas and training, mm. making gains. Yeah. Yep. We see it a lot as gym owners too, right? That you get that, that same dialogue from a lot of people. Oh, they come back after Christmas. You don't see them until like late Feb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, it's all gone. I've lost it all. And it yep. doesn't need to be that way, man. That's our message. Mm. <clears throat> it's usually Christmas or cruises. Like, uh, you know, when people go on boats for holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come back all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> waddling around. Fuck, I couldn't imagine anything worse, no. I don't think. Yeah, no. Not the waddling around, but being stuck on a boat. Yeah. Buffets and shit. Yeah, nasty. The waddling's scary. The waddling's not nice. No, no. I guess the thing is for us, right, that we, we kind of, like, it, it seems like a bit of a, it's, well, it's funny because you understand it when an individual comes to you on this and they, you know, you haven't seen them for maybe part of December and then you haven't seen them for part of Jan. They come back into the gym and they're, you know, uh, they, they, they tell you they've put weight on and they've lost some strength gains and gotten a bit tight. And you kind of feel for them because you get it. You're like, yeah, you've got to have a break over Christmas. You've got to enjoy yourself and whatever. So in that one-to-one conversation, you're like, yeah, man, I get it. It's cool. Just get back on that horse. Let's, you know, reignite the, the training flame and whatever. But when you have that conversation with like 150 people... <laughs> You start to think like, fuck, guys, come on, there's got to be a better way. That's right. So that's why we've got a list. We've got a list on how to mitigate the uh, damage that you give to yourself over Christmas, but also how you can continue to make a little bit of gains while you're um, enjoying yourself too. So should we start with our uh, number one? Fuck yeah. Number one. And I think this is probably deserves to be at the top of this uh, list. It's mindful consumption. Mindful consumption. Yeah. Well, mindful consumption. We're talking about the, the, the basic piece of just being aware of what you're consuming. So you're eating a lot, you're drinking a lot. Um, having some awareness around that, it doesn't mean you're avoiding things. It just means you are, you're keeping a track of it. You're, you're, you're looking at what you're having and you're making a mindful decision, right? That's right. Give me, give me some examples there. Where do people, like where would it be easy to fuck this up? And we can speak well, from personal experience, right? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, looking at quantity and, quant- and quality, basically. So uh, no one's saying don't have fun over Christmas. We need the rest to recover well. Um, no one's saying don't eat good food, but just look shit at food. the, don't eat shit food. Like you don't have to eat shit food to have a good time. The whole American burger scene and the hot dogs and the cool fries and the curly nostalgic 50s stuff it's like all over sydney and i don't know how it became so popular but it's fun sometimes but like come on you don't have to eat shit all the time so there's plenty of good food out there Mm. buy some good produce cook some awesome meals now that you have the time to spend some time to cook meals at home uh so that's yeah a little bit on quality and then quantity is just keeping a mindful eye on how much you're consuming and i think in that in that kind of practice alone of, of just watching what you're 
or kind of just yeah, being aware of how much you're having, yeah. you're already gonna uh, you're already gonna try to taper that in a little bit, just because you're taking a bit of thought towards it. And there's a lot of times you're you're not even at your own home. You could be at a family member's home, or but you have a selection of food, and it comes down to the ratios. So what are you gonna put on your plate? Yeah. You know? uh, how quickly you're gonna eat it? Are you present while you're eating? Are you thinking about the food going into your body? Are you just having a laugh and not even thinking about the food going in? And then you go for seconds and then mm. you go for cake straight after and before you know it, you're lying on the couch and you're like, oh, I feel like shit. Yes. You've got the sweats and this is when you're not Merry Christmas. Paying <laughs> 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 yeah. So you gave yourself a present. Yeah. yeah. You, you think about your ratios and you still have the cake, but you might have a little less than what you're. Your eyes are telling you you want and you have a little bit more salad and a little bit more of your greens and your veggies and you ratio your food out properly, you know. And then you don't have to – you don't want to be starving yourself or re- restricting yourself from enjoying all the little morsels but very, very important that you're aware of what's going in your mouth. The other thing that you want to be aware of, all those little snacky things in between. Mm, yeah. They're the things that fuck you over. Like yeah. when auntie brings over a big bag of shortbread – they're sitting there on the table eating yeah. yeah. meals. Yeah. Oh. yeah, your big. She's your big buttery auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got nothing yeah. on that afternoon. Yeah, yeah. let's make big a cup of tea. Auntie. Put a dent yeah. in this plate, but yeah, yeah, they're dangerous. So all those little little morsels in between, danger zone. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Grab a uh, piece of fruit. And I mean, the thing, you know, I think, um, like the thing that's really interesting with like sweets and stuff, because anyone that knows us knows that we're not against eating sugar and we're not against eating cakes and having some alcohol and all those things in in you know in moderation or with some kind of uh, awareness behind it but fuck it's really easy to i'll give you a good example i've been working with a girl over the last couple of months on her nutrition programming and um she came to me and was like i have a real really bad problem with my sweet tooth and i was like all right well let's find out how bad it is so i got her to detail like what her binges look like and she has these big sugar binges where she'll come home from work training whatever and she'll have some dinner and then she'll just smash a bunch of sugar so i was like all right tell me what you're having so like uh, a couple of examples where she'll have like a like take a packet of like maltesers she'll have three packets or take like a some crispy cream donuts she'll have 12 donuts right and she's not a big girl right you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't even know that this girl could consume such quantities of, of food. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I did was like, okay, you know, and she was freaking out. She's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to quit the sugar and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you don't have to quit it, but let's just look at the difference between 12 donuts and three donuts. And I'm like, if you eat 12 donuts, that's like 1,500 calories. That's like half of my daily food quota for me, like a 90 kilo male. It was almost all of her daily food quota. I'm like, if you have three... It's still shit, but it's like 25% of shit, which means that like that's a huge improvement, right? And that leaves, you know, if we're talking calorically, yeah, okay, you're eating a lot of refined sugars and stuff and there's gluten in there, but still it allows you some room to eat other stuff throughout the day and you're probably not going to gain any weight from it. So like there's a difference between just letting the, the, like, the reins go completely and almost pushing yourself further into the binge than you even want to mm-hmm. rather than like, oh, I'll have a little bit of shortbread. I'll have a little bit of like whatever the dessert is after dinner or something, I'll, you know, and still stay within a range that is like 
it's human. Like it's it's normal and it's not going to completely bring you undone. Yeah. And I think knowing when when to give you like those little breaks in between and the mindfulness is like, okay, analyze yourself. You know, you've just had a big plate of food or a little plate or a little snack. Give it a couple of minutes. Am I still hungry? Am I good? If you're good, then just stop there. Yeah. Rest. You'll feel better for it. You know, and then in two hours time, maybe you want to have a l- another little slice of cake, but generally you, it takes a bit of time for your body to recognize how much food's in it. And you, usually you'll find that after that, you'll give yourself some time. You're like, okay, that, I'm not going to eat anymore. I had enough, you know? Yeah. Just thinking about it, right? How am I actually feeling? Yeah. Goes a long way. Yeah. What about, um, what about alcohol? Booze is a tricky one over Christmas. Usually around a lot of people that you haven't seen for a while. Some of them you don't want to see. It can be emotional, you know. So you mix a bit of alcohol in there. And, uh, Muster up the courage to go yeah, and punch them in the face. Well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> call them something that you don't want to call, that you <laughs> wanted to call them yeah. for all year. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, it breaks the ice, having booze, you know, and it's also a very big part of Australian uh, social culture. But... Um, that's not that big, mate. I got... The, 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 it's if fucking puts on the fat. Yeah. And that's It'll the bottom line. Booze gets you fat. And here's another little uh, piece of information for all, for all, especially for the men out there. Uh, your low-carb beer, it's not fucking that. It's not the carbs in beer that make you fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking alcohol. <laughs> it all does the same thing. So all beer is low-carb if you have a look at it. Uh, but the alcohol content in that drink is what puts on the weight. So... If you are trying to fool yourself into thinking that having six uh, six beers of low carb beer is going to make any difference to a standard beer, uh, yeah, I got, you got another thing coming. <laughs> Fat <good>. boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff's going to pack it on. It's what, true. <clears throat> yeah. If you are going to have beers, um, choose good beers. Choose you know yeah. uh, micro brewed beers or level. You don't want the cheapest beer. You know, the stuff on, you can on the shelf, you know, with all the chemicals in it, right? The you don't. The, the, you know, the Australiana the, ones. The, um, the boutique stuff's still going to pack it on. Yeah, And yeah. it's probably going to yeah. pack it on more, actually, if we're looking at energy, you know, Fills per bottle. Because up, they're, they're, yeah. they're denser, heavier beers. They usually got a higher alcohol percentage. Okay. You know, they're more flavorful. So there's, there's more substance to them. But because um, of that, you almost don't drink as many. Well, that's a great point. Yes. That was, you know, that was why originally the, the, the Belgian beers that were brewed in uh, monasteries by the monks, mm. um, that's why they're so heavy and, and so high in alcohol is because they were strict, a lot of them were restricted to one beer a day. <laughs> so that was part of their religion. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, if we're going to have one beer, it's going to be a fucking one. punch beer. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be sick. So they made the beers real heavy and strong. So yeah, I, I think you're right. If you're drinking something that is that's better quality, that costs you a little bit more, that you're going to savor a little bit more rather than just pound, because like everyone's sucking down pure blondes. That's the words. I, I think savoring something that's it's a higher quality. I do the exact thing on the weekend. It was my sister's birthday. We went um, <coughs> away camping, and yeah, I bought a case of beer. Happy birthday, Betty. Happy birthday, Betty. birthday. Betty. Yeah, we, uh, I bought a case of beer uh, last... Oh, I think the last time I bought like a whole case of beer was last New Year's. Um, and I bought the same case. Just finishing it off the last one probably nah, a few weeks nah. ago. <laughs> yeah. And that is... Uh, shout out to the beer. Three sheets. 
Mm. Lord Nelson, so good. Nice. Motherfucker cost 80 bucks. Ooh. But I was there and I was looking at the cheap beers and I was like, you know, I don't have a great deal of money. And then I thought, I've just got to get the good beer. It tastes great. I'm really going to enjoy it. I'm, every time I have one, I open it up and I'm enjoying the beer. And I, it's the type of beer you're not going to walk away from and leave a quarter of it getting warm and then you forget about it. Yeah. It's such drink. a good beer. I drink the whole thing. And I came home with a six pack. You know, I share them around and yeah, savoring something, getting something better quality. What's get that? Lord Nelson and <laughs> get a six abs. pack. <laughs> I got a six pack out of it. <laughs> You'll get black Too abs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's true. Like I, I know, um, like you know, so f- from you know, me every Christmas, I go to my I go hang out with my my family up at mum and dad's place, and it's always like fuck I don't know one o'clock or something mum's like oh should we have a little drink you know and then like her and then my sister's like yeah you know and then and then everyone's having a drink and and you know usually maybe on one of the days because I'm usually there for maybe three or four days one of the days I'm like yeah go on I'll have a drink and because I don't drink that much I have a drink and then I feel like dog shit and the rest of the (laughs) afternoon I'm really tired and lethargic and often get a little bit grouchy and it's like why did I have that fucking drink but I've also noticed like on Christmas Day, the same thing will happen and everyone will have a drink. And then because you've had one drink, once you finish that, you just have another drink. And then by the time it's like five o'clock, you've had, you know, whatever, however fast you drink, you've had a few or you've had half a dozen, but you probably didn't want all of those drinks. You didn't want them at all. It's just because you started and then that's what everyone was doing and then you kept going, you know? So I think like now, you know, in recent years, I'm able to just go, nah, guys, I'm good. I'm going to go do some handstands and sabo. So I'd rather like, have a coffee right now and then maybe tonight with dinner I'll have a drink. Uh, I kind of delay it, um, which means I consume about like a quarter of, you know, or a fifth of the alcohol that everyone else is. And it suits me better and I feel better about it. But I could just as easily slip into it and feel like shit but keep drinking anyway. Mm. And I think a lot of people do that because like you said, culturally it's a big part of, you know, this nation. You you just drink because that's what's happening. It's not necessary. you, You didn't necessarily want to, I don't believe. Yeah, and then the same thing happens with the food. You yep. know, it just keeps coming out. You just keep eating it. A little bowl of chips over there, some nuts, stuff that's never fucking usually lying around the house. Pig on you, And even if it was, you <laughs> would be like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that right now. Uh, just because of the fact that it's Christmas. Like, ah, oh, it's Christmas. You know? God, man, have some nuts. No, it's going to feel like shit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> tough. it's tough, the like drinking thing, like when I think about uh, the younger crowd, um, you know, early 20s and whatnot. Just because it's, it's more tied into uh, the social scene over Christmas. And it's kind of a little easier for us to say over 30 and stuff, being a lot more self-aware and settled into who we are. I think a lot of drinking and smoking for young people uh, comes with the anxiety of just trying to hang around people and be cool. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to drink. I think some of the other points that we got coming up is going to help them kind of mitigate that anyway. Yeah. Just choosing their moments and... I would agree. You know, the other thing too, like talking to that to that age group though, it's yeah. also like, yeah, probably need to go through a bit of that. Yeah. Need yeah, to have some yeah, drinks and drink yeah. a bit too much and, you know, um, they fucking got the high metabolism, mm. most of them. Yeah. So you'd say eat healthy, try and pick some healthy, healthy options, you know? Yeah. Look at your quantities, look at the ratios of your healthy options to the, shit, to the, to the shitty stuff, so the high, high calorie stuff, just have a little bit less, but don't starve yourself of it. And if you're going to have a drink, then just do it in moderation and choose something with a bit of quality behind it. Yeah. 
Try not to get sucked into the binge. I got one extra tip on the food front is uh, eat, eat plenty of protein over Christmas. Yeah. Because, you know, like you, you, like you get up, you get up a bit later, you're fucking around. Maybe someone's making, I don't know what they're making, toasted sandwiches or someone's like, well, let's make pancakes, like some weird shit that you never normally have at home. And you end up eating a meal and then it's like you're eating this high carbohydrate stuff and you, you're like, hang on a second, it's like two in the afternoon I haven't actually had any proper food. Whereas if you get up in the morning and you have a couple of eggs and you have some sliced ham or whatever, you get a good serving of protein in, you're setting your metabolism right, you feel satiated, you're less inclined to snack for the next few hours and you've nourished the body. Yeah, that's a good call. Just to keep a little bit of that regularity in your day. Yeah. And when it does when lunchtime does come or dinner, you're less likely to just binge. Yes. You know? Yeah, because you haven't been starved all day. Yeah. <coughs> and you, and it fe- seems like the right thing to do because you're like, oh, you know, tonight's gonna be like feast. So I'm just gonna hold back. Yeah. Uh, I've done it heaps of times myself, you know. And plus you got heaps of shit going on and you run around like a twit and all that kind of stuff, and then Dinner comes and then you just gorge and then you feel like shit. And that's a trap. Gotta watch that one. Fuck yeah. Mm. I like it. Point number two. Rule number two. Putting your training onto maintenance mode. Mm. Yeah, so I, I guess the, the, the idea of this is to... Look, some people power through Christmas. It's probably a very tiny percentage of the population and usually that kind of person is a little bit addicted. So... Whether that you, you'd look at that as a healthy thing or not, so you know it's a, it's a personal thing. But we'll do another podcast for those people. That, yep. So <laughs> <laughs> junkies. But uh, most of us uh, tend to switch off the training altogether. So if we look at it, look at the training uh, as an on-off switch, or in the f- if eating as an on-off switch, we want to want to switch the idea of the on-off switch to more of a volume control. So we're looking at. Just turning the volume down a little, but never turning it off. Yep. Uh, what do you do when you're coming into Christmas break? What you? I know you've got a little routine. I got one myself. But do you, you run us through it? I usually, yeah. So it's it's cool, man. I um I've noticed over the years that, like you know, I think like it's built into a lot of us. We're kind of inherently lazy, right? So if I'm hanging out at my, my parents' place, I can kind of just hang out inside all day and like, you know, jump in the water, have a swim, whatever, but kind of not really do any training. And I notice that I feel really comfortable to do that for like a day or two. And I think that my body needs that because here we're kind of working 12 plus hours a day, training a bunch, you know, like you need that rest. But after about the third day, I start to feel like shit. And I start to feel like, I start to feel like a bit of a slob because I'm just sitting around the house, Food's coming at me, drink's coming at me, I'm getting involved. I'm not earning it in any way. So what I do now is I try to just, uh, I just make some time uh, either sort of earlier in the day before it gets really hot or later in the afternoon when the sun's dropped off a little bit where I'll just do some practice. But I won't, I generally don't make it like a training session. I'll just hang my rings up and I'll fuck around with some skills, some stuff that I've been working on and maybe do a, you know, a few sets of some strength work you know some pull-ups or some dips or something or i'll go out onto this flat piece of concrete and i'll do some handstands and stretch for a little bit and usually like some kid will walk over and start wanting to do handstands with me and i'll end up you know because my parents run this little holiday place so i'll end up like handstanding with some kids or whatever 
So it's not really a session, but I'm just fucking around and I'm outside and I'm working, you know, I'm using the body a little bit and it's maybe 60 to 90 minutes and that's it. And I guess so I try to just have one of those experiences every day, you know, um, and it serves me well. It's not, it's not hard training, doesn't make me sore, but it just gives me enough to play with some of the things that I've been developing over the year um, and also feel like I want to eat the next meal again and like I've deserved it. Mm. You know? Well, it's simple calories in, calories out, isn't it? So if you're increasing your calorie intake, which is generally going to happen over Christmas, and you're decreasing the amount that you're actually consuming, then it's going to put on, you know? Yeah. But it's also harder for the body to digest all that extra food if you're not actually moving. The body's like a big pump. So you need, to, you need these things to be operating to not just feel better, but to, for your body to, to be functioning better, you know? And I have this conversation a lot where people, you know, I do the same thing, but I do a morning session. So I get up early and get it done because I want to I want to get it out of the way before the kids get up. Then I can spend the rest of the time with my kids. And if I know I've got training on that day, it sits in the back of my head hmm. and I'm thinking about it, you know, and I don't want to think about it. I want to give all my attention to my family. And I also want to have, you know, yummy lunch and that kind of stuff. And I know if I do any of that and I have a beer later in the afternoon, I'm not going to train. You yeah. Know? So for me, I get it done early and then, Every now and then you'll get someone that's like, why, why do you fucking train? Can't you just take a rest? Christmas, like, have a break. And it's like, well... You're such a freak. Why? You just feel like shit if, if you don't. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, if something's going to make you feel good, then... And, and make you feel good when you're on holidays, but that's a great thing. Like, why would you not sacrifice 45 minutes to an hour so you can enjoy the next 24 hours even, even more? And if you are still training well and you can get away with eating a little bit more, you know, and you don't have to go through those lethargic kind of pits and big peaks and troughs, you know. Yeah. Just level things out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really, it's, it's just, I think it's part of just expressing your humanness as well, right? Mm. And it's like, that, it's why you feel good after you train. You just, you've done some work and your body's designed to do some work. And if you go enough days without doing any, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. And then it's usually like, it's funny. It kind of reminds me of like the, the thing about alcohol and the thing about eating sweets, that mentality, like when, you know, people will say this to me is the same as you guys would get. Um, Oh, I bet you train all the time over Christmas. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I do a little bit of something. And then they're like, can't you just relax? Like, can't you just like enjoy the holidays? You have to be such a, you know, and it's, and I'm the same thing. It's like, no, I actually enjoy it. Like it, it helps me. But I think for a lot of people, because they have a negative attachment to exercise. Guilt. Yeah. That it's like a punishment. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, well, over Christmas, I don't want to punish myself because that's, that's my time. I don't yeah. need, you know, and it's like, well, I'm not going to punish myself. So I'm going to have 16 drinks tonight and I'm not going to punish myself. So I'm going to have 14 serves of dessert. <laughs> it's almost like they throw the pendulum back as far as they can as a way to, you know, counteract the, um, the abstinence or, you know, part abstinence that they've tried to maintain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, well, for me, I think on the holidays, like I don't have any strict, like I don't do training as such. But it's more of the, the, the basic do something every day mentality. Um, probably looks a little something like uh, how Joe described. And for me, it's a lot to do with like my family. My holiday time is family. So I'm trying to do something with them, you know. 
um, whether it's yeah, trying to keep uh, active, trying to go to the beach. When I'm there, it's playing games, mm. it's wrestling, it's throwing them around. I think that's going to tie into another point that we have here uh, coming up next. But, yeah, for me, it's just, I mean, it's what I enjoy to do, as you said, as T said. And uh, a note on the on the holiday thing and training then, like, I, uh, the one thing I try to do on holidays is catch up on sleep. Um, I, yeah, I try to rest my body um, and I sleep where I can and I've, I think my body knows it. Like when we Naps. used to be in the film industry and you, you finish a film and fuck, you like sleep for like two weeks. But it kind of like knows it's time for resting and your mentality, your mentals kind of let go of a certain kind of thing that you've been fighting for some time. So a lot of rest. But what happens with me is I get into it a few days. My body feels good and it actually feels almost better than it does a lot of the year. Yeah. And what I, I want to play around and I want to do stuff. So, I'll, you know... Like, for instance, if we... I think we went to Karawang last, last year. You know, after the first few days of, of resting, I wake up in the morning, like, bouncing out of bed. You know, so I'm, I'm always... I always want to do something. And it's usually play. It's usually play for me um, with the kids, handstands, Nothing whatever. too structured. Nothing too structured, but, you know, I'll do something. And I like it because there's body weight and it's outside. And um, just the nature of how... You know, stuff works out. Being in the gym and stuff, we train in the gym a lot. But I love training outside. Yeah, yep. it's great. Yeah, I like uh, the. I um, I like doing that, also. But I I do enjoy um, getting that time to myself. Yeah, like getting up early, uh, before anyone's up, and just getting something done. For me, it feels like a, it seems a little bit selfish. A little but win. Yeah, it just allows me to. I've given myself time, given my body some time. And then the rest of the day I can dedicate to everyone else around me. It's a, it's a bit of a mental thing, but, yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, I'm much better off when I give myself, when I make that time for myself. And I think that comes into, uh, like, stru- structuring out your holiday a little bit and saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get up at, you know, 7 a.m. and I'm going to do this. And you've got it there. Yeah, you don't I'll have to think about it and you just fucking, you know, you might set an alarm and you just get out of bed and you walk out the back and you spend the next hour just pacing yourself through something and then it's done, you know? Yeah. And you feel great for it. Yeah, you feel fucking awesome. <coughs> no, but I, I making that time is yeah. important. You take a photo of yourself and post that show on Instagram. So yeah. Fuck on you guys, look at me. Make everyone yeah. feel fucking... How you all feeling? I think feeling. I'm going to adopt a bit of that um, this year given the kids are growing up and um, I find like... You can't, you can't always tailor the day towards something that might be of advantageous to my mm. physical development because a lot of the time they don't want to go to the beach and stuff. They want to chill out. They want to play games and, you know, I can't, I can't always make it work. So I think I'll be doing a bit of that when we go, like getting up early yeah. so then I don't feel like I'm trying to sway them and I get a bit frustrated. <laughs> like, mm, just go down there. So if yeah. you don't want to play, go outside. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a really, uh, really easy way to, to get it get it out of the way. But I think, again, it's making that time and having having that that little bit of structure there just to keep everything anchored. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I like what you mentioned before we started recording too about it not being it's not heavy sessions. You're not pushing for mad gains. You're just working on like some easy stuff and just going like pacing yourself. 
full yeah. range. And yeah, like I know, like say if I'm, I'm thinking about what I usually do, I, I usually like I'll do a bunch of push-ups and I'll do a bunch of dips on the rings, which I hang from this rafter in dad's garage. Um, I might do some single leg squats. I'll do some Cossack squats, you know, maybe some muscle-ups or whatever. But stuff for me that's not really maximal, just reps, you know, just get some reps in, get a bit of a sweat on. Maybe mum comes out and has a chat, you know, in between breaks, whatever. I make her do some eccentric chin-ups or something. It's kind of nice yeah. just to back it off. and Shout just out, Wendy. Shout out, when. Well, it <laughs> happens too. You start creating a little bit of a culture. I know it has, it's happened. It's, it's in my family when um, my sister always jumps in with me, my wife. And every now and then I can, I can sway my mum in to having a little play, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's true, good. right? People want, to, people want that same feeling. Yeah. And they see you and they're like, oh, oh yes. what, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? So true. It's that feeling that you get when you're watching people dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. I'm usually the one dancing, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I'm white. <laughs> get the head nods on, though. Okay, yeah, get the head, a bit, of, bit of a big guy shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should good. we go to our third point, third rule? Which is uh, which kind of ties in that last one a bit, but make time to train. Yeah. Um, which pretty straightforward, right? But if you you know kind of like it makes more when I look at you guys, you got kids and stuff. It's even more important that you block that time out because the time will just get gobbled up by the fam otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. So I think further to what I'm realizing now, listening to T is, yeah, I need to just anticipate more and look at the day ahead. <clears throat> And if there's a, you know, well, what are we doing tomorrow? Oh, we're doing this and it does, and I deadlifts. can see it. <laughs> yeah, deadlifts with the kids. <laughs> Great, babe. Um, you know, if I see it going in that direction, um, then I should recognise that and, and be like, okay, I'll get up in the morning. Like, we're going to go camping. And actually we'll be very, uh, we'll be close with a, a family and their kids. And there's like, once you wake up, you're pretty much you're going to be all together so you're together straight from the get-go so i think you know getting up a little earlier and getting it done you know is is probably a better idea and i i reckon that i'll end up you know raping my mate he's one of my old mates from school he'll be keen on getting a bit of that you know playing around as well but uh yeah making time to train anticipating the day ahead i guess or the days coming um yeah, making a little plan for myself. Yeah, have a little schedule. A little schedule. I do a lot of running when I'm on holidays. <laughs> you, run that, you run that hill, don't you? The only time yeah. I run. I don't run any other time. Remember you posted <laughs> a couple of years ago yeah. with Willie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my favourite hill at my mum's house. Yeah. It's like a detoxing, perjury <laughs> hill. Fuck. Ugh. Yeah. I never saw that. Sweats out all the demons and then <clears throat> come back and fill the body up full more. <laughs> 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 Can I side note? Yeah. Lucas is after you, Joe. Lucas. Oh, I know. I know. He's after you big time. I know. He wants me on this flab incineration. He wants the program, for those out there, the program in our gym around Christmas time. There's a phase called the flab incineration. It's called flab incineration cycle. Yeah. Yep. Joe's creation. It's lots of fun. And yeah, there's a lot of hard work. There's a bit of running in there. Guaranteed to burn the flab. Guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) Or your money back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just he wants us to get in on it. I know. He's like we need the coaches. 
session. I'm going to grant him. I'm going to grant. I mean, I'm going to crush his soul when I come and fucking train next to him. Run past him. <laughs> crush his soul. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the, the guy will look. I'll go. All right. Let me lay it down. Right. The guy's going to fucking beat me on the shit that requires like light body weight and high cardio. So if we run doing like runs around the block and burpees, he'll probably get me. But any strength work, I've got his yeah. number. I reckon you get him on both. You got the secret weapon. Youth? Uh, no, the <laughs> control of the program. Ish. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's a good yeah. Put like a five minute grappling round in the middle of this. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, yeah uh, the, the, the making time to train thing um, is really interesting because you're not fucking working. So you've got more time. That's like it. you actually really have a lot more control yeah, over so your schedule true. over yeah. this period than other, any other time of the year. So, you know, you, you're like, if, you, if, you, if you're not able to make the time, you're full of shit. Um, it's really just about making that prior, like prioritizing, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what I was saying about the meal thing. Like you've got more time and far out. Like meals is the, the funnest shit in my opinion. You're planning the meals. It's something to get excited about. Like you're on holidays and you're lying around like, oh, what are we going to do? Like what are we going to eat at night? Like get excited about some meals that you never get to cook during the year. And have fun going and doing the shopping for it. Um, and yeah, cook it up. Bring some friends around. Yeah. Invite us over. Make time to train. Make time, make time to, to meal to prep. Meal pre- yeah. And stay away from like, like if you're going to prep sweets, then, then make them, you know? Yeah. Rather that's than cool. just yeah. buying big bags of chips and fucking chocolate and shit that's just accessible. It's a great one, T. You know? Because then at least you appreciate it. It's going to have a little bit of a healthy, healthy kick to it, you know? If you're... Adapt the recipe a little. Uh, you appreciate it, just like the the good quality beer. You know. Yeah, you invest in the process and, yeah. and you value it more. Yeah, and you're more mindful when you're consuming it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, fourth rule: get outside into nature. Yeah. So there's lots of benefits from getting into nature. Like obviously for your for your mindset. Uh, for if you're doing it with your family just for for bonding time but it's just another form of movement as well you know so you're you're mm. walking on un- uneven surfaces you're traveling some distance you're consuming more calories getting take a bit of sun you. take your shoes yeah. off for god's sake yes. Fuck. please take them please. off wear some relaxed fitting clothing Oh, I'd be please. going out in your fucking tight shirts and your little jeans st- for stiff a little chino bushwalk. shorts <laughs> yeah jeans get out of here bushwalk. get out yeah. of here express yourself yeah, getting naked, <laughs> getting butt naked. Again, yeah, yeah. That's that's. What, I mean, yeah. I, you should wear loose clothing, on holidays. Yeah, if you're going outdoors somewhere, I know a certain someone, who I know doesn't always wear loose clothing. Someone that I'm in a close relationship with. Um, it's just like <laughs> being prepared because especially when you're with kids, um, and you go out, you don't know. Like when you're going out on adventure days, you don't know whether or whether the trip to the museum is going to end up down at the water park. And everyone's getting wet. Uh, maybe it's huh. my film industry background, but I always have, like when we go out on adventure days, I always like just grab a pair of shorts. Or I mean shorts, but I always grab like a spare pair of shoes or something. I've always got like something back else up. back up to, to go in. And I, I think that's Tuxedo. always... <laughs> tux. <laughs> <laughs> just in, yeah, just in case. Um, yeah, appropriate clothing. Wear appropriate clothing, ready to freaking do something cool. And get out there. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Get a bit of sun. Yeah, slip slop slapping all that, but goddamn it, man, get outside, take some clothes off, yeah, get out, get off the couch, swim. I gotta say, man, if you can, if you're lucky enough, 
get in the water first thing in the morning. Mm. I find that goes, I mean, you know, I'm pretty fortunate with mum and dad's place, right? They're on the water there, but you can jump in the, what are they? They're on pit water. So you get to jump off the wharf and stuff. But yeah, if you can like get over to the beach or something or just like get wet first thing, fuck, feel so good. I'll jump in Hen and Chicken Bay, Canada Bay. Canada Bay. (laughs) Hen and Chicken. (laughs) Hen and Chicken, you know, on the backside of Five Dock? No. Canada Bay. That's what it's called. Can you swim in there? Why is it called that? No, you can't swim in there. That's what I'm saying. No, you don't. (laughs) That's where I busted up my head when I was a kid. Oh, it's just at the back of Bardwell Park Golf Course. I think it's called Hen and Chicken Bay. Hen and Chicken Bay. (laughs) A lot of factories and stuff there. Maybe it was because they used to chop the (laughs) heads off hen hen and chickens. I thought a hen is a chicken. (laughs) 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 I don't know, bro. I tried to answer this. Isn't it a female chicken? Yeah, it's a female chicken. I think a hen is a chicken that lays eggs for our produce. Oh. I right. think that's what it is. Yeah, okay. It's a chick. Yeah. So what's a chicken? Don't go on this, people. Yeah, like a female chicken. It's, it's an, yeah, it's a chicken that it's just, it's the same thing, but it's been, its role in life is to lay eggs for produce for us. It's, it's just a chicken that lays okay. eggs. I think. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Breakfast. All of our listeners are texting <laughs> me right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, please, one at a time. Stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's cool, like, yeah, in the nature side of things, like, Play and explore and use the, use, the, use the place around you. Like, that's great. You, every time you go to your mum's place, T, you run up the hill. You don't run in Sydney, right, when you're back here. You don't really have no. a hill near, near the back of your place. But you're utilising what's there and that's kind of – that's a nice thing in itself that you're using the local terrain. Yeah, that's right. Keeps you stimulated. Give yep. you a little bit of a, 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 some change, you know. And that's all part of going on holiday, you know, exploring. We are generally – if any area we get into, we go to at least one or two national parks. Right. Yeah, always, always. With the kids and they just love it, you know. But I love it too because it gets you, like I said before, it gets you moving, it gets you stimulated, and it gets you nice fresh oxygen, gets the body working, helps you digest, all that kind of stuff, and it gets you off the couch. I think one of the most dangerous, and I see it all the time, you go to places, where friends' places, family, family members, and... Fucking sport where people just sit on the couch, cricket, man, all day, fuck, watching, fucking, go box. the Aussies, oh, stop, destroying turn it off, <laughs> watch the highlights, yeah, you know? or paper. watch a real fucking sport like UFC. I'm only kidding. I hate cricket. Fuck, I hate cricket. I'm going to defend ball sports. Yeah, I feel like I have to. You're a renaissance man. <laughs> you got everything. No, but I, I do. Five I do only bro, watch. Five no, I don't watch too much. Jack all, but I. I it's do almost keep in like contact. an excuse to just sit on the couch. It is a bit. A. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh shit! We got interference, guys. Guys, don't stop listening. Hello, we're back after a brief technical intermission. Hey. Uh, where are we on our list? Uh, I think we're just wrapping up point four. Get outside into the nature. Um, into the nature brings us to point five. Share it with your fam. That's right. And, and friends, I guess we could extend that too. Yeah, that's right. Friends can be involved. <coughs> Tell me about that. Oh, I touched on it before. Yeah. Well, I think uh, if you look at all four points, we're looking at creating a little bit of a culture. Mm. You know? A Jungle Brothers culture right mm. in your very own home. In your own home. You know, if you're doing, if everyone's, if everyone's eating mindfully, still having a good time, Drinking quality beer. They're all doing a little bit of training maintenance. They're all making a little bit of time for themselves, you know, whether it's a bit of meditation or a yoga session or 
whatever it is, there might be two of you that peel off while the other ones look after the kids. If everyone's getting out into nature together, it's very easy for you to attain or have this kind of ritual that, that takes place. You're not, um, you're not fighting against a storm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's not, you're not going against the grain. Mm. And, and you don't want to... Yeah, I mean... You're not being the fucking loser in your family that just wants to exercise all the time. Yeah. You're the cool guy now who wants to exercise a little bit. Yeah, that's right. And be a little bit mindful and look after themselves and share it with everyone. Yeah, I think it's... Could backfire though. It's <laughs> how? Yeah. Well, you know, you start preaching and everyone's like, shut the f- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I just want to rest. Yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. Well, look, yeah, it's the whole uh, lead by example type thing. Like you start doing it, um, you start making those conscious choices subtly here and there and you're not preaching, uh, hopefully they it, it carries on and... Yeah, I think it's it's totally a cool thing to to be that person in your family because everyone at the end of the day, well, no matter what they say, they look. I guarantee they respect it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you want to be that catalyst in the fam that's like, oh. Okay. And you know who who take a bit of the flack, and then they'll, you know, changes will start to come. Yeah, and the and the ones that that are the most observant are the kids. Kids yes. watch, adults do everything. Yes. And if they see you having fun and full of energy and enjoying yourselves, Correct guess us. what they're going to do? You know? Damn yeah. Straight. They're going to look at the, the one that's sitting on the couch feeling like shit and they're going to be like, I don't think I want to be like that. But if that's the only option they've got, they're like, well, that's all we've got to do. Then I'll just do it. But then they're seeing someone outside having a play and they're looking like they're having fun, you know, and they're full of energy. I will fucking bet my life they'll be out there doing the same thing. And let's face it, we want to set a good example for that next generation. For the children's. For the children's. I I heard someone, saw it somewhere, someone put it, uh, kids never never do what you say, but they always do what you do. That's right. Good or bad. Yeah. It's a really nice way to put it. Yeah, it's good. It's it's so true. It's kind of, I mean, I notice it with my... um, my cousins who have all got kids now uh, and my brother, he's got his little girl. Um, but it's like you see the family members who are like some really push forward on that charge. All right, kids, we're going to play soccer. Come on, everyone, playing soccer. Come on, everyone, guys, we're going over here. And yeah. people are like, I don't want to fucking play soccer. Come on, guys, we're going to play soccer. And then it's like, all right, fuck, everyone's playing soccer. <laughs> you know, but it's mad, you know, and they're like they're driving that, you know, and they're, they're kind of choosing to, to become annoying and like fall on that sword, on their sword in a way. For the greater good of the group, yeah. which they're mostly concerned about the kids, because if they don't run them around, the kids are going to be a fucking mess that night and whatever. Um, but you know, I, I really, I really appreciate that because I'm, I'm often like, I don't want to play soccer, I want to do some handstands, and then I'm like, all right, I'll come play some soccer, and then I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I played soccer today. Yeah, you know, like it is, it is really nice, and and then mixing it up, like sharing it with them, like like playing around, having that exchange, a physical exchange, not just sitting around a table eating and drinking together. I think that's really nice. I think that's really human. Great way to bond. Yeah. All of those those points are a great way to bond. Yeah. You know, mindful eating, little bit of training, time in nature, you know, best ways to bond. Positive ways to bond. Yeah. So play, lots of play. Yeah, that's right. And I guess, well, you know, with, I guess our, our, our whole thing is like, you should be able to enjoy yourself and do what you want, but you also shouldn't come back to whatever it is, your gym or your, your practice, your training, after the break and feel like you've lost everything. Yeah. You should just come back and feel like you're ready to start again and you're kind of picking up where you left off. 
right. and the body feels good and healthy and well rested. Instead of having to rely on that New Year's resolution to fix everything. Yeah, fuck that. Don't get in the cycle, man. That's what BS. we'll be talking about on our next podcast. How to set a real New Year's resolution. <laughs> 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 do you guys do them? I don't do them. The New Year's fallacy. Oh, what it is. I don't... No, New How Year's resolution. How to set yourself up no. to failure. Yeah. <laughs> yourself a New Year's get resolution. Get 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been setting, I've been setting uh, my, my BJJ blue belt <laughs> as a New Year's resolution for the last 10 years. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's you true. sure you haven't it's been totally setting true. it for every other BJJ every guy out there? <laughs> <laughs> Dudes are just turning up. Holy shit, I got given a blue belt today for no reason. I absolutely don't know why. It's magic. <laughs> T's been willing it. Yeah. Um, but before that podcast. Yeah, um, a point I wanted to make was, oh, we were talking about this, was uh, to choose a start date and, and stick to it. Like you don't have to be rigid in how you're managing holidays, but look at your calendar and look at, when you're going to be away over Christmas, when you're coming back to work, when you're going to be in Sydney, when you're going to be away, blah, blah, blah. And have an idea of, okay, well, on the, you know, the, I'm coming back on the 5th. So on the, I'm going to give myself a day to sort shit out. And on the 6th or the 7th, I'm going to come back in and start training again and start my food prep and go back into my routine. As opposed to, I'm going to roll reluctantly back into the year have a fucking shambles of a January, shambles of a half of February, and then finally come back to the gym midway through Feb, finally start grocery shopping again at the end of Feb, <clears throat> by which point you've just thrown away three months, which is a quarter of the year, um, which is a fucking long time when you put it in that perspective. You could easily have a bit of a plan, make f- December and January really restful, but also productive months, and then go into the next year continuing to make progress on all the hard work you've been doing in the year before. If you look at anyone in any gym, anywhere in the world, that's making progress, that they have a, a, a similar approach to what we've just run you through. It's true. You they know? don't. They don't. They don't stop. Right. Like no, they don't. They never stop. They don't cancel it out for a while because it's not a punishment. It's a lifestyle thing. And just while we're here, I'm going to tell everybody that. Uh, well, we've got New Year's New Year's Day. New Year's Eve is Monday, the thirty-first. So the gym is open at full hours again from the seventh of January. So I would expect that you would be back in the gym no later than that period if you're in Sydney. However, the gym will be back open for reduced hours on the third. So we'll be open Thursday, Friday, Saturday that week from what did we say seven till four thirty? I think. So we're here. If you're around, yeah, we're yeah. here. And we're, we're here for the four days in between Christmas and New Year's as well. 26, 27, 28, 29. Uh, oh, sorry. 27, 28, 29, 30. We're open for those four days. But I think the 30th is a Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well structured. Um, but so you have a look at your calendar. Okay, cool. What am I actually doing? When am I going to get back into the swing of things? And fucking get back into the swing of things because you're going to be stoked that you did it. You're going to feel good and you're going to be making mad gains next year. I just know it. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. Paul, anything to add? Any final points from anyone? I uh, just wanted to say I've learned a lot from this podcast personally. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the key corner here quietly scheming on how I'm going to how I'm going to use my own holiday. Yeah, some of the nice points I like the baking one. That's a good one, T. I don't know if you came up with that one on the fly, but 
Was it is much sweets as you want this Christmas, kids. <laughs> yeah. It's got to make Unless you make, the, uh, yeah, you, you gotta just got to go, make them. You got to go, you got to cut the you wheat. Gotta, <laughs> you got to get a fucking stone grinder, grind <laughs> yeah, that shit. Yeah. And then you got to sugar cane. And you got to fucking <laughs> roll it. You got to bake it. Yeah. I have a coal fire, charcoal, <laughs> yeah. charcoal oven, pizza oven, and then, then you can eat it. Yeah. A morsel of it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Before some larger apex predator comes and steals it from you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think that we covered most of it. You, you know, one last thing I like that that we all do is uh, hang up a pair of gymnastic rings wherever you're at, wherever your dwelling is. Oh, yeah. You can put a pair of rings up in a tree or in the garage or something because they're just there. And if you got, you know, or maybe you got a couple of kettlebells, yeah. pull a couple of kettlebells out, just have them like. Or you got around. something. Yeah, if it's there, you're gonna just going to go and fuck around with it. And then someone's going to come over and go, oh, what are you doing? And then you're going to go, oh, and you're going to teach them a thing. And then before you know it, you got a couple of your rellos, you're doing some training, everyone's having a good time, you're sharing it with fam, you're in nature, you're, you're ticking all the boxes without even having, tr- you know, tried. You can always have a good laugh at that one rello that just... Hurting the whole <laughs> way through, yeah, and then they're walking around like a cripple for the next four days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get on My the favorite. Yeah, all the members out there, get on the Jungle Brothers uh, app there and check out one of the wads, one of the workouts, and just like put everyone through it. They're all gonna be, yeah, <laughs> be that yeah. holiday. Hey coach. guys, this is called flab incineration. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it with me. Call an ambulance. You get that buttery aunt you're talking about. You bring her <laughs> yeah. over. And you're like, mm. yeah, hey, jump squats, yeah. lunge squats. <laughs> <laughs> Make him sign a waiver. How about you, T? <laughs> no, that was it. That's it. Good app, boys. Thank yeah. you. Um, I would say, though, because I think this is so useful, um, if you're listening to this and you're listening to it and you're, it's like a podcast going in the car and you're driving up to Byron to be a hobo or, or a boho, mm-hmm. or you're going somewhere away and you're listening like, this is sweet. These are some things I can actually work with here. Go and share it with a friend who you know is also going... On holidays yes. this, this time Because uh, yeah it's valuable I'll share this episode for sure I should share all of them I think I do But um, there's some useful stuff Actually here for your Christmas um, And in signing out From the podcast uh, Joey's going to let you know A little bit more about How you can get in contact With us here Yeah hit us up If you want to get in touch uh, Junglebrothers.com Or uh, email us Straight up Info At junglebrothers.com Check us out on the YouTube, on the Instagram, on the Facebook. We're all over it. We're posting heaps of cool shit. Um, yeah, stay in touch. And, and like Paulie said, if you like any of the stuff we're doing, please share it because it's good to get the word out. And uh, yeah, keep spreading that JB culture. All right, gang. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Bye. Have fun, kids.